This episode was brought to you by our sponsors, Barbarian Apparel and Above and Beyond Wash and Seal. For more info on any of these sponsors, please go to the links below. Now, please enjoy this episode. All right, what's up, Stalemates? We are back with another episode. Uh, this is um, a long-time coming guest, should I say that? Uh, he's a good friend of the show. Um, I don't know what else to say. He's like, what, 12 floors up from us? He's on the 12th floor. On the Feller's yeah. Happy Hour show? Yeah. The star of the show? I'm not, I'm the never, I'm not t- t- ten, the 10 floors. Listen, I'm not 10 floors above you guys. Physically? I'm, no, I'm just 10 Mentally. floors. Mentally? I'm just trying to, no, I'm just trying to lift you, lift everybody up. That's, that's the whole thing. All right. I'm just, I'm just happy to be here. That's, that's the energy that you're bringing today? Listen, well, you know, positive energy. You told me that you, the Secret Service was escorting you in because well, of all the Well, I do have some that intel got. that probably, they probably are escorting me in, but, um, it just depends where you want to start. Okay. I mean, if you want to start, let's start with. If you want to start Stallwater, Oklahoma, with Daniel Corman. I like it. That's our shirt. That's yeah. an OG shirt. That's like one of our first shirts. Uh, but let's let's say this. Uh, he's a ho- he's a co-host of Hager's Happy Hour, uh, friend podcast friend of a, of the show. Yeah. Um, his name's Adam Fellers. He wrestled at Iowa. But I want to know, who are you, man? Everybody always asks me, who's Adam Fellers? Seriously, seriously, I've had multiple people say, who's Adam Fellers? So who are you? On me, I guess. I don't know. What you do you, are what you. Do you mean? What do you mean by that? Like people, people you, ask you, me all the time. Who is my, should, I, should I get out my resume? Like <laughs> I just said, you wrestled at Iowa, but people yeah. want to know, like, what? I mean, you you grew people. up wrestling? Are you a fan? I grew up, I grew up in Fort Dodge. Okay, I know that. Um, the Dirty Dodge. Yeah, I guess it can be. Do you not like when people say that? Because I kind of get care. offended when people make fun of Southern care. Iowa. I don't care. It's fine. Like, well, it's just like if people from say people from Centerville, like. You never appreciate it probably unless you grew up there. I love it. Like I, I'm pr- like I'm really really proud to be from Fort Dodge. I mm. I feel the same thing. And like I, you I like Drake's Drake's comments. Like he always speaks about the pride of being from Fort Dodge. Yeah, I just hate when people like crap on where they grew up. I mean, I did grow up with like a good life down there, and like a lot of my like everybody in my wedding for the most part was from Centerville. Yeah, like, like thirteen. 13 groomsmen in your wedding, right? <laughs> we That's a deep. lot of people, bro. They might have half the population. It's like Nate like, like Diaz, dude. Here's Nate the thing Diaz, I always tell you. So, so it goes back to like who I am. Is I was, I've told you this probably since the first time I met you. What was that restaurant we first met at? Uh, it was over. Saints. Saints. Um, Rest who, in peace. Who gives, who gives a shit all those people think? Yeah, it's true. And like, you don't for the most part. I, but I think I, that's like, one. I don't, I don't want to be like an like out of bounds, like arrogant prick that's like has no regard or respect for people like just I, just it, be obnoxious but but if if you think you're making the right decisions and like okay all those people that what they think are they really gonna like what they think or not think that does it really affect your life in the day you probably, who gives a shit no you're right and the wrestling community is just real soft and sensitive that way i think that's why people want to know who you are because i tell people it's like this once i figured out who you were a little bit we got to know each other you like to come off wrong up front and then work your way It's always a test. Back. Everything's a test. <laughs> because at first I was like, I don't know if I like this guy. And then, well, it's not like I didn't like you, but I'm like, he, this guy's a wild card. And then the more I get to know you, the more I like you, the more I realize we're probably similar in the sense that um, you, you, you go really opposite, care. though. You go opposite. I probably do, yeah. Like, you're, like, really, like, conservative. Like, here's, don't be blown on my cover. I like to test people that take, like, like take a stance from the, the gets the get going maybe a controversial topic or subject mm. 
or just say what I think and then see like, okay, how do they react? And then are they consistent with what they said or not? Then you kind of like said the whole vetting out process of, oh, this guy's really foolish. Like you, you figured out like I'm, I'm a, I'm a quick, um, sorter like okay this guy's full like so you pee in their cheerios right away no i don't pee in them i just you know i just pour i just pour the cheerios for them and then poke them and if they pee if they piss in their own cheerios that's their that's their gig now so if they if you go up to somebody and they like you kind of like jab people and if they get super offended do you like them because they stood up for themselves or you like "Eh, that guy's too sensitive what do you mean jab give me an example how i jab people um let's see here I don't know if you've ever said anything about us. I would never say anything derogatory, like, unless it was, like, like... Well, like, in Twitter, you go at people. Like who? Like, uh, uh, the, your boy... I've seen you and Fretwell go at it a little bit, but I don't know how deep your relationship goes uh, with Fretwell. Fretwell, it's not very deep. He's kind of just a little guy, so, you know. <laughs> I mean, you can't go too hard with those little guys. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the your, Illinois your boy, thing. Your boy, the... Um, the Illinois thing. You were pretty... You were kind of at the front of that. I still am. But, so, so re-attack, right? The anonymous yeah. guy. Um, I don't know who it is. But he's pro Illinois. So at first, you guys, you know, butted heads. But now I'm seeing some love. Well, at the end of the day, it's like you stand up for what you believe in a little bit. Uh, but he he really, I think it's Brian Medlin's now on his account because he he can't do anything himself without approval from the board over there. <laughs> but I think that you know we have common grounds. Um, I, I thought you're gonna. What's the Chris guy from that lives in uh, Denver or Colorado? Chris Christian. Uh, Chris Christian. Like, I'll go at, like, I went at him. Even after the PD3 thing, I went after him. It was like, the thing I don't like is everybody's a money morning quarterback. Yeah. Everybody has an opinion. Like, and what divides, why, why the Russell community a lot of times for me can't get any momentum or anything, it's self-destructive. Like, oh, let's jump on this thing. Let's jump. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and whatever side, I'm going to take the opposite just to, just to, you have a bunch of attention yeah. fiends. I think there's a lot of egos in the sport. I think, Sh- yeah. But I think, yeah. But I do think that like wrestling is kind of an egotistical sport. And I know like we like to act like it's not and, and whatever. But it's like any individual, any individual sport, you got to have some sort of like, you know, not like there's a lot of egoless people in wrestling. But you got to have some sort of like ego or pride. To want to go out there and be like an individual person and, and win. Okay, that, that that I agree with that when you're competing. Okay. Yeah. But all the people we're speaking about right now are done competing. And yeah. that's the part, But that doesn't leave you though. That's the problem though. Yeah, I agree. The problem is is that your your time is coming come and gone. You know, it's like I told uh crew, Dylan Crew. I was introducing like this is Dylan Crew, should have been a four time NCAA champ, three time, you know, Hodge trophy winner just all in fun. But like he had knee injuries and shit, like you're not tied to what you, what your accomplishments were in the sports. Like, what are you going to do going forward? So, like, a lot of people have voids from their own personal achievements in the sport. Now we're like, oh, that's there's they're still trying to fill that emptiness, so they're like validated or justified in other people's opinions. Mm-hmm. And, do you think and, that's because our sport's so tied to accolades? I think I think everything's tied to accolades in some some fashion, but post post competing. If you're doing coaching, fan, like tied to being accolades, then, then you you're probably not in for the right reasons. You're gonna be pretty angry. Like if, as many people that are angry, are emotion, how much emotion they have in wrestling, that's something you're supposed to like. Oh, I love wrestling, and how much fucking like drama and angst. It's like how can you love something and and have all the other emotions that go with it? 
you know, and, and the other again. thing I hate is, is these coaches and shit are like, I said this on the happy hour last week. People are like, oh, the NLWC made, made Gilman, right? Or, or HWC made Gilman or so, you know, Cornell made this guy bullshit. Like they may give him all the opportunities, but at the end of the day, the individual made themselves. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And, and the, co the coach, did you see like a lot of these coaches? This is my guy that, you know, he's our guy. Like, Colleges want to claim people, and once they're not there anymore, they don't claim them. It's like, fuck you. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's pretty shallow of you, and, and you're pretty insecure to have to live vicariously through somebody else's accomplishments. You should feel lucky that you're part of their journey, right? Those, like, the kids at the club, that's, like, the most fulfilling thing for me is, like, watching kids, you know, maybe not believe themselves, maybe not win or lose the tournament, but the progression that they make but it's not like, oh, fucking, let's get a picture and all the guys that won with me. I thought Izzy did a really good job with that. With uh, Kennedy Blades is should be the hottest brand out there up and coming for women's oh, yeah. wrestling, right? Yes. Izzy didn't make it about him ever. He hasn't still. He's made it about them. And I think it's, uh, I think that's just, we've seen more of that. Like, you have a role. You should be thankful that you're part of that role. But don't make it about you at the end. You know, it's a big sign. And somebody pointed this out to me. I'm not going to say their names because I don't want to put them on blast. But somebody pointed this out to me one time. It's the, if you watch the reaction from the coaches when their athlete wins. So your guy goes out there and wins. If you're celebrating the most and you're running More out to the him. middle, making it about you, yeah. celebrating just as much as your athlete, that's a pretty good sign that that coach made, made the spotlight on them just as much as the athletes. Now, if your coach... You know, you can get excited a little bit, but if you're going out there and, like, totally putting yourself in the center of the circle with your athlete right. after you win so a big what, match. So what would your take be a bit about the Corey Clark-Terry Bransdale then after you said that? Let me put you on the hot seat for a second. Yeah, do that. I don't care. I mean, that one. Or, or what about Metcalf you know what and Carr? What about Metcalf and Carr? You know what I think that was? I think that, well, okay, so David Carr wanted to do that. And Metcalf even did an interview saying, like, he didn't want to do that. He, you know, Metcalf. Metcalf didn't want to do it. David Carr said, no, if I, if I win, you're doing it. That's an excuse. The Corey Clark Brands Brother thing, I was okay with that move because at that time, Iowa was trying to fight off this persona that they're like robots. They're mm. not fun. Let's just stay in our lane. You know, tough wrestling. And then Kale, everybody was saying Kale makes wrestling fun. They play dodgeball. They... They're playing touch butt in the park or whatever they're pretending to do. I think at that time, Terry hey, Brands. Was that a touch butt? Is that, is that a. I just seen the thing today about uh, touch butt. Some, I think Downey said that about that girl <laughs> I we're talking know. about today. We don't but you think that. Brands was doing that? <laughs> but just I, but Brands, I think. Persona? Was, I think Brands, the reason why Brands wanted to do that with Corey Clark is to show that we have personality and we can go out there and express that we have fun with the sport so that i think was a little bit more strategical than like give me my moment yeah but also think about this they had five ncaa champs that year right or four who penn, penn state? state yeah that year uh, and, and what was the only thing that went on espn top 10 and shit it was that Corey clark moment like right. press smart. wise and so pr smart. Mm -hmm. i mean yeah really smart that was just one guy's opinion about whether or not well anyways that's yeah it's the coaching part of it is, it's a, it's a work in progress always. Okay. Let's move on a little bit. So last night, Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley, two former wrestlers. Let's not get it freaking twisted. Everybody, <laughs> nobody, we claim everybody in wrestling except for the Paul brothers. Huge social media stars. Yep. And like, 
I keep tweeting about Nick Merckx and how much he's promoting Gable Stevenson and, and Spencer Lee and everybody, right? Nick Merckx is one of the most influential. You got young boys. They probably play video games and stuff. Like people, maybe not your kids, but a lot of kids play video games. And what are you like, trying to say about my kids? They don't seem <laughs> they don't seem too video game like. Do they like the video? They games? love it. Okay, so they like it. They probably know who Nick Merckx is. Yeah, probably. I don't know. They probably know who the Paul brothers are, right? Yeah. But the wrestling people were like, oh, we we got freaking Billy Baldwin, mm -hmm. we got AC Slater, like all these people from the '80s and like these old people, Neil deGrasse Tyson. The kids don't care about those people. I think it's cool, but yeah. they care about the young influencers like the Paul brothers, Nick Merckx. Shouldn't wrestling fans accept? The Paul brothers, like, shouldn't is shouldn't there be some sort of like, you know, we should use their stardom and be like, hey, this could be huge Remember, if we embrace them. But instead, we write this article and it got absolutely no love, which is fine. But it's like people, because they're such a heels and people just don't like how they are. It's like you can't see the bigger picture of like, hey, if we embrace the Paul brothers, maybe one day they'll like, you know, give wrestling some sort of mm -hmm. shine. But I, they're not going to. I don't know if, if we keep dissing them and disowning them. I, but it goes back to it's like no one wants to be happy for him because they want to see him fail, right? But do you remember when Askren and, and Paul announced it? I said it was a huge, like one of the biggest media blunders ever that wrestling didn't take that storyline of they may be at two different endings, but they've both began the same path, like from a wrestling standpoint. They had the opportunity there, they had the same opportunity. And Showtime actually did like a little pre show on one of uh, Helwani's 77 clips he did. He, he should stick to that instead of announcing. Or the ring sound. Uh, I, I thought he did good, by the way. Well, uh, we'll have a talk about that. But they talked about that wrestling and combat sports turned Jake Paul's life around a certain t pivotal point, and same with uh, Tyron Woodley when he was suspended. So there's common ground, 100%. And, and the reason we are is because fucking wrestling can't get out of its own way. Correct. Mm -hmm. well, well, you can't appeal to a bigger, uh, a wider crowd because you, you don't have the mind capacity to do that because you might have to get outside your comfort zone. Yeah. Right? Same thing like... Like, oh, my God, they're going to have a, you know, Willie, Willie, oh, fuck it. oh, you're going to have a street league, all this stuff. Like, you, you're a fucking blooming idiot. And now, now who wants to be, now who's the guy that wants in on it? Oh, well, did you do this? It's him because everybody takes shots because they're too big of pussies or scared to put their stuff out there to maybe fail. And then once it's successful, then I'm going to jump on it. That's, that's wrestling community to a T. Yeah, well, there's, it your, is. there's your first shots fired, I think. <laughs> that's show. not shot. I mean, that's just period. Yeah. Well, if Willie was here, we would have the same I mean, he wouldn't say shit. I think the thing that helps us is we don't really care whether or not people from the wrestling community like us because that's not like they're either going to pay attention or they're not. Like for us, it's there's so many people out there that are not stalemates fans that we want to get to. You know what I mean? So like everybody on Twitter, whether or not they like Street League or not, they already know about it. The hardcore people is like the, the 10,000 people that. Everybody, you know, what does the wrestling Twitter world say? And that's like the stamp of approval. It's that's so small. Correct. Right? And once you start yeah. realizing the analytics of, of. I know a thing or two about analytics. Yeah, but you know. So you know, like, the wrestling people is such a small percentage. We're going through our, our pay-per-view buys, and we can see the names for the most part. I don't even know who a lot of these people are. And how many people in that, how many people in that ballroom didn't even know who we were, but ever since then, it was like, followed us. Yeah. And, like, the money and stuff to us wasn't. Like, we, we, like, broke even on it, you know, or mm. something like that. And it's like... You didn't try to do a money grab, though. No, but... That's not the purpose no. of it. The purpose is, I said this on the, on the pre-show, was you have a, more than 90% of college duels, your guys' attendance is higher than, okay? So there's a, there's a love for wrestling. And if, if I have somebody... If I'm from Fort Dodge, and there's a guy from Fort Dodge <clears throat> that I know, that I can associate with, and I'm a wrestling fan, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna be a fan of that because it, it was it's, it's energy. It's not like this big, you know. It's got to be this like top everybody everybody that's involved at wrestling at the at the youngest level to the oldest your your uh, target market is way bigger than people that are going to watch the senior level trials. That's the same three hundred people all the time. Okay, yeah. mm-hmm. and and people in in Centerville and Iowa that in Fort Dodge that that don't give a shit about senior, but they know a kid that wrestled in two thousand ten right. that I know. I can associate with that. I can't associate with senior level because I don't understand it and I don't know who these people are. Mm-hmm. Like what you guys yeah. did was. And all positive energy coming out of it. I, yeah. And the thing that a lot of people don't realize is like... You can take your bow. Go ahead. <laughs> you guys did great. Thank and you guys, like, honestly, like, 12 months ago, you guys put yourself out there. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like oh, that's kind of goofy, you know? But, yeah, yeah. And, but, but that's everybody because it's different. And you go back to what the wrestling community is, scared of different putting themselves out there because you might fail. But you guys stuck to it. You guys have been diligent about putting stuff out. Consistency. Right, and you guys have made some, or maybe where you started and swayed a little bit the other way and swayed back. But you don't have to like, if if you can't change or or morph into what you you are, like if you are as a human being who you were three years ago and haven't changed any for the better for whatever, then then you're not shit. Right. You're stuck. Mm-hmm. It's like Fred will put the the boxing through uh, traditionalists. Well, who gives a fuck about them because they're not important anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, people don't care about that. If somebody can't watch that Jake Paul thing last night and not realize that that's great for boxing, they're stupid. The thing is, we, I was sitting in the living room full of people that nobody was a boxing fan, right? But now that we all watched it, now we know who Amanda Serrano is, or whatever you say her name, uh, Dubois. The Mexican? Yeah, no, that was Mercado. Hey, the, 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 the Mexican, you know, she didn't fight like a Mexican. You know, when the trainer that was, was so wrong. That was, Dude, that's, that's what I'm talking example, about. That's an example of stealing the spotlight, too. Correct. Hilwani. When Hilwani couldn't stick his nose in there and get in the middle of that deal, he got he, Logan Paul overtook the mic from him. Yeah, I saw right? that. Right. And then this, I mean, he degraded. Think about cancel culture. A woman that just fought for 10 rounds, great fight. A woman, and then her nationality, like that's got cancel wrote all over it. You don't think so? I don't know. I don't know. What, what, if, I was a, what, if, I, what if I, uh, 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 you didn't fight like an African American? An African, like, yeah, if you yeah. said that, what, what would be the, what would be the, it wouldn't be good. Wouldn't well, be the, the guy's jabroni. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't like how he gave the uh, the trainer like a. That trainer was all about himself. He was, in that he was moment. itching for the spotlight. Especially he'd with, be itching for a bigger T-shirt. <laughs> Especially Serrano and, and Mercado. Or whatever. It was an unbelievable fight. They they like were hugging each other and loving each other, and then the trainers decided they wanted to like respect. Make it ugly. But what I'm saying is, Jake Paul got on that card, and whether you like him or not, he he gave a pretty good chunk of his audience to those under fight undercard fighters. Like Tommy Fury now is gonna be massive, uh, massive in what? Attention. He that guy. He fought. I can't name ten box. I could probably name like ten boxers, and now he's gonna. That's be Tyson one of them. Fury's half or quarter brother, third. Something I mean, like that doesn't look. What? How much? I what, think he's like half? a half brother. Yeah. I mean, where where was his? Where was that support? Anyways, is he looked like he was fighting a guy the size of Hager. <laughs> well, I agree with what you're saying though. He gave it, he gave attention and to who's, all and who, that's two cards in a row though, to the wrestling community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the, who's the next one going to be? It's got to be someone from Missouri, right? Maybe Michael Chandler. Oh yeah. my god! Just keep knocking them all down. <laughs> no, I think Jake Paul should have called out Connor last night. No, that's too easy. What do you mean? I mean, Jake Paul beat him up. No, he's he's put it out there. He's already trolled him. He didn't. You right. know what I mean? I think I think it, counterproductive. Dana's kind of playing the right card of saying. 
or if you want to keep giving us attention for free on your from your audience, like troll, like he's gonna beat Dana's ass and all this fighter. What do you think pay about stuff? Dana like being so anti giving them attention? Stupid I think, or no? I think smart? It, I think if you probably been through the trenches for as long as Dana White has been, and people can say whatever they want about him, but they started with nothing and what he's built. If he does give them attention, it just validates him right away. Why did he? Yeah, but why did he do that? Well, I guess Floyd was already validated, right? I was going to say, why did Connor and, and Floyd get to do it? Because if you think about, okay, so let me bring up my professional side here a little bit. What, what, what was in the meantime, what was UFC behind the scenes trying to do? They were positioning to go public. Mm. So they're building your audience, your view. They're driving, they were, some of the schemes, things they, they happens did. that far out in advance? Yeah, they're building their valuation from, because it's all based on what your Ford valuation is going to look like. If, if they max out everything potential when you buy a business, there's nowhere to go but down. So you're selling them, okay, we could cross over to boxing. Here's what could happen. Like, if Dana wants to do it, and, in, in you know, I don't know what the crossover would be. Connor, there's not a brain like Connor out there, period. You know what I mean? But for, for him to go the other way, and the whole fighter pay thing, let's talk about that for one second. Yeah, go ahead. I, I mean, I'm and I want to go back to, I want to go back to Paul. This fighter pay is like, oh, this guy deserves this much. You know, you were fucking fine joining the organization earning what you, at the time, you signed the contract, you were happy as shit that you were going to get a fight and you were going to be in the organization and you were going to get paid. If you, didn't, if you weren't, didn't have their platform, you don't make shit. Okay, go out and start your own promotion. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not that easy. But that's why, that's why. Well, you deserve more. But people don't understand how much money it takes to run the, the machine. Correct. Oh, yeah. And well, Dana's even said like, hey, we'll show the books to these fighters. If they want to see our books, they can see it. Uh, I think he was maybe talking about dick pic to Ronda Rousey there. No, stop it. So go back to, go back to, to Jake Paul. What do you think the difference in the fight was then? I put it on Twitter. Combat sports is all about footwork. Tyron, he's standing in front of him, not moving, it, it, so he, he could telegraph everything. Same thing wrestling. Yeah. You, you watch the best guys, like you think some of the, the best offensive shots or, you know, it looks like a great setup or they're moving their feet boxing if you don't mm-hmm. like what, what i found funny about the fight was how many if you're looking at twitter and the takes on twitter you can tell how many people don't watch boxing because so many people like he tyron is pressing forward the whole time okay cage control matters in mma it doesn't matter at all in boxing it's all about that's Floyd, but yeah that's Floyd about that Floyd fights matter. backwards the entire time and guess who jake paul was landing all the punches backwards mm-hmm. and i don't know what tyron was doing that fourth round when tyron had him on the literally had him on the ropes and he was going like this dude i was getting pumped up and i was kind of cheering for jake paul because i want to see the circus continue but when he's going like this and it's like he knew he had him you got to give jake paul all the credit in the world for having that fighter's heart that we all looked we're like hey if he gets punched everybody has a plan until they get punched right he got punched and he came back and he looked he looked good from from uh like the fifth sixth round on mm-hmm. he i think tyron won like two rounds i gotta go back and watch it so don't kill me but I think Tyron won like two rounds. You can see the strategy in Tyron. Tyron was really, he obviously has a mental hurdle about being risk adverse. Okay. So you could also tell at the end, of, I think it's like third round after the fourth, fourth round, you could see Jake Paul make the adjustment. Like when it's going to get close to 15, 20 seconds, he tried to go to the clinch or, or so, but Tyron waits like three seconds. Left, and then he tried to hit him right at the end round because mm-hmm. there was no, there's no recourse because the bell rang. Right, I right. could take this risk at the end of the, at the end of the round. There's no recourse. He didn't. He he's had that one punch. So if he knocks somebody down in MMA, that one punch, and, and he, but to really commit himself to put him out there, self out there. I mean, you couldn't ask for more blood in the water. He was against the ropes, everything else, and then he backed off and let him have it. Mm, yeah, 
for a while. They'd be like taking the guy down, going to put him on his back, and I'm just let you up. That's why some people think it's fixed, although it's not fixed. It's not fake. I, I mean, he, you can't ask for a rematch. No. Because he's asked for a rematch because now he's like thinks he can beat him, but you, you mm-hmm. had all the... Th- he didn't even try... I guess the part for me that's really hard, and this is just speaking, you know, as a fan, as a, as a Monday morning quarterback, you know, like a, you know, I guess I could be guy from Pennsylvania, you know, call me a mini take. I don't know. Is this, he didn't try to win the fight, I guess. I felt like he, what's the worst that's going to happen at the end of the fight? I think he thought he was winning. Get though. the fuck out. He thought he was winning. Did he listen? He wasn't coachable either. And I use that to my, my, my son in law. I go, when his, his coach goes, it's six minutes. You got to get him to six, all out. I said, we're going to see how coachable is. He comes out and he just, and he like just stood there, Mike. He's reserved. Yeah. He yeah. didn't, he, he didn't respond. I mean, even Cormier, those guys, they're like, oh, you just same old T. Wood. Mm-hmm. Cormier was hating on him. How could you say he's the greatest, one of the greatest welterweights of all time? I, I don't understand that. Well, he, has, he has a hit list. At that time, Robbie Lawler was untouchable, and he starched him. I don't know, untouchable. I mean, he wasn't untouchable in 2000 State Tournament when I wrestled him. Oh, yeah, he did wrestle him. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't untouchable then. <laughs> yeah, you know he got a win over You know what I'm huh? saying? <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, yeah, but... I don't know. Like, it's all what have you done lately? That, going back to this whole it's thing. It's recency bias. When you said yeah. about they don't care about the old thing, we're on to the next thing always. Yeah. So the rematch he, shouldn't happen. And, yeah, I think people he needs, don't want to see No, that. in life, though, like, if you're hanging your head on what you did two years ago or two weeks ago, and that's what you're trying to justify for today, then it doesn't matter. Society doesn't care. Turn the page. Like, mm-hmm. what are you going to do tomorrow? I think the, the criticism for Tyron is, is fair. If you're going to take that fight, it's like if you lose, that's just something that you're gonna have to deal with. Is people saying that you're washed up and everything. And you like can't that. talk shit like you did and talk about your mom, like your mom, and you know I'm not give up. Like I watched all. Listen to me, I'm a, I'm a huge closet watch all that shit. Oh, I do too. I love I it. Watch all of it to say, okay, that's you, part you of the said fun. this. Did you? Does the guy really believe it? What were you feeling like before the fight? Uh, I thought I I thought Jake Paul all the time. You did. You know, it's crazy. The whole week I said, Jake Paul, by decision to everybody. I said, Tyron's got the yips. Uh, he, he needs a sports psychologist to get himself to throw his hands. And then the weekend of the fight, I started watching the hype stuff and yeah. I started to turn and I was like leaning more towards Woodley. No, I mean, the, the Paul, the Paul, they definitely try to get him emotional, right? That whole thing with his mom or how that all happened. Uh, he said he's gonna clap his cheeks and shit. It's funny. <laughs> hey, started, started banging on calling him. Oh, you a gangster? Funny. Let me hear a freestyle. Funny. You know, Tyron's trying to promote his rap videos. So, like, when he started doing all that stuff, and then Jake says to him, like, you, you, I mean, I, I basically saved you. You're a broke motherfucker. And, and when you, what are you going to say about that? What Tyron should have said is this isn't about money. This is about exactly right. whatever he should have said But he said, said that. that. He said, I'm going to do this for the culture. So mm. when you say shit like that, when you, when you verbalize and say that, and, and then your actions don't follow it, like, going back to what you said at the, at the intro of the show. A lot of people say, oh, I'm about this or I'm about that. At some point when it comes to push and shove and what you said and what you do don't align, fuck, you're, I'm done with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would like to see him fight Masvidal. Who? Who? Jake Paul. No. You don't think so? No. Tyron should fight that Jalen Love. Why would, why would, why would, what's the upside? Dude, Dana's got, Dana's got the, other than Connor right now. Okay, if Masvidal is the second biggest brand in MMA, just think about that. A guy that's like middle of the road, 50-50 fighter. That, that, the, that they built up because they needed somebody else. And he was controversial, had some storylines. 
MMA right now or UFC is hurting for a guy with a storyline that people get behind. Poirier. Right. Uh, uh, Volkowski. Volkanovski. Whatever. <laughs> Nagano, like, they're done with Nagano. He's done. So dumb. He's getting stripped. That's so stupid. Yeah, but look, at, now that you're the guy, now that you're the guy, now you're scared to protect something. He wasn't scared. He's scared? He said, give me, like, give me, like, a couple, like, he got stripped like that, dude. Khabib. He didn't get stripped. Khabib held the belt for, like, a year after being retired. Bro, look at, they hey, stripped hey, Nagano in like two hey, seconds. Hey, go back to this. Let's, let's rewind a little bit. Valuation, right? What does Khabib bring in that that none of those guys do? He brings Khabib in- wasn't marketable until Connor went in there. What do you mean? They weren't putting Khabib on any big like. Yeah, but when the nobody Connor could even thing, say he, his name, when he threw the dolly, okay, and then right. that that enraged the culture. And right? guess guess what the UFC used for promos? What the dolly throw? Yeah, yeah, but oh, but, that's what, awful what, for our sport. Look at their, oh, here's the video. Who are they promoting now? Islam, right? Islam Makhachev. Makachev. Anybody yeah. they can get from Russia, they can try to tie on to now, or. Uh, Khabib coaching these guys, that's a whole new market they have expanding. That's why they put Abu Dhabi in. I feel bad for the Russians because it's like, oh, the new Khabib, Khabib 3.0, Khabib 2.0. Mm. Here's another thing you're going to hear about the Russians. This is part of my, part, it was in the, this was in the briefcase when I rolled in. Terrible. You know, there's a lot of, uh, Zabit, remember him? Yeah, he's gone. Z- mm. He's gone, right? What happened to him? COVID. I mean, a lot of the stuff on, uh, <laughs> uh, you got COVID canceled? Uh, <laughs> A lot of that, you look at passport of, of, if you don't think the government's, like, they're... This is some, this is some... No, I'm just telling you. Info wars like, right they're going to get... If you think that Russia's, you know, visa and shit like that, they're not getting kickback or, or them be, being involved and somehow get clearance to keep these guys involved, guaranteed. They're going to give clearance to get them involved? I mean, in? people getting cleared to come in and out of the country, like, the influx of the Russians is... You know what I mean? I'm telling you right now, I, Putin's a, I promise you, that I comes in somewhere, dude. guaranteed. All right. Government. All right. Uh, let's get back to wrestling a little bit. Let's I'll go t- back I'll to talk, Jake Paul. I'll talk Why don't you get him on the next card? Would love it. Who would you put him against? If you could have your It would one. have to be somebody that's not nearly, like Jake Paul wasn't very good. Logan yeah. Paul was, Logan Paul was nice. Logan Paul would fuck Jake Paul at fighting. In wrestling? Boxing. Boxing? No. Logan Paul? I don't think so. No, Jake Paul is nice. He'd break him, dude. skilled. Jake's skilled more than Logan is. He just fought Floyd to fucking a decision. Half the size. Yeah. Tyrant, Jake tried saying 194 he was going to weigh, dude. He was so sucked down with that weigh-in, chewing on gum and shit. He's like, uh, Ariel goes, what are you going to weigh with? Uh, yeah. 194. Yeah, right, dude. He was 215 at least, 210. I think um, I think he had Full that. Full of PEDs. I think he had that post-PED yeah, uh, baby fat too. He wasn't very cut. For if he was on PEDs, which probably no, is he like had that excessive post. weight. Yeah. And apparently Tyron said he didn't get uh, that. That's something come out. I guess that guy from Icarus showed up. The uh, Roderick, the guy that was on Icarus from the Russia, the Ro- he was there. No, that's Jake's. He's Jake's scientist behind the scenes. Yeah, that, what was that test. guy's name? Uh, George or uh, Rodrigue? No, who are you talking the about? The Icarus, the Icarus uh, Russian scientist dude. Uh, anyways, we- you think you think that Jake would lose? Or what, you think he'd beat I think Logan? Jake would beat Logan, yeah. No? no They'll so. never do it. Who's the older brother? Logan. Logan. Okay. They'll never do it. I mean, I wouldn't do it. Do you it. think it's more impressive how he fought Tyron Woodley versus how he fought Floyd? Yes. F- the Floyd thing to me was just too fluky. I didn't care. No, I'm not talking the fluky care. I'm talking about the boxing part of it. Again, I think it was fluky as in like Floyd wasn't really trying to put him away. I would like to see Logan Paul. Tyron's never boxed before. Logan Paul should fight Tyron. Yeah, but Tyron, Tyron was nice. He kept his hands up. He kept everything tight, maybe too tight. 
I mean, oh, I'm not a box again. I don't kill me in the comments. He was stiff, bro. Which is good. You want to keep. You want to keep. Oh, you got shoulders, you know. Logan, come up, to dodge, come up to dodge and fight like that. You about to get knocked the fuck out, bro. Dude, we we fight with our hands down in center, bro, dude. Come on, you hit the face. <laughs> yeah, you keep the hands by the knees. And I'm coming from from what is it? Six, it was good. Six to twelve. Uh, no, it was good. And like, it's all about. Everybody's like, we'll fight a real boxer. It's like it's a. a None, there's nobody in boxing who is super relevant that their fifth fight in was right. somebody as high of a level as uh, Tyron Woodley. Dude, but you know what Canelo would do to Jake Paul? That's not what, that's not what it's about, though, obviously. I, I mean, did you see what, not what did it was what he, about. Did you see what launched last night? It's about building his brand and his relevance and his audience. And in, he launched crypto, right? Like, immediately when the decision came out last night. Smart. Crypto, boom, launch. Who did that? Jake, Jake Paul. Oh, Jake Paul. okay. And he, the this whole is all time, about building his brand. Yeah, his audience. He's got this audience that's loyal. It's going to expand. So how does he get more people? And you know what? It's kind of like the Colby Covington. Either you're either going to love Jake Paul or you're going to hate him. But you're not going to be on the fence. And that's a you but, have to have an audience. But like anybody that. who's worth talking about is like that. Mm -hmm. Most people, like in sports, if you're going to be your own promoter, Floyd was the same way. People hated Floyd and people love Floyd. Connor, love hate. Yeah. Name one fighter who made as much money as the top earners in combat sports that. It was universally loved. You, you have to be polarizing to get that level of attention. St. Pierre? I was a little bit more. I didn't really pay attention back in. Back oh, but like two, three years ago, you weren't paying attention? I mean, I watched the fight with. with uh, Johnny? Yeah, yeah, but it was. When you um, lost against Johnny? Johnny Hendricks. No, I'm talking about uh, the, the last one that he came Bisping? back and took. Yeah, Bisping. I watched that one, but it was. It was kind of past the whole GSP time. I didn't really start paying attention to combat sports like 2013. It's like seven years yeah. ago. Bro, what do you mean seven years ago? What do you just mean? fought like three years, two years ago. That's the only fight that I've seen. Oh, uh, I forgot you just turned 22. <laughs> uh, let's get back to wrestling a little bit. Uh, that's why this is what we okay, do. Okay, whatever. Uh, what do you want to talk your about? Your boy, Spencer Lee, Iowa Hawkeye, signed with Rudis today. I mean, this is a, first of all, this is a Barbarian Apparel podcast. So shout out to Barbarian Apparel, link down below. Uh, use code uh, SM10 for 10% off, I think. Yeah. Um, but Rudis signed Spencer Lee. Surprise you? You cool with it? You not cool with it? What do you think? It is what it is. Some, I mean, it's my opinion doesn't really matter. I think if it's if he's happy with the deal, I mean, you can see pretty much. Uh, they probably take the mold that they did for for Snyder, and they replicate pretty much it. they pretty much replicate it. Like they probably run a social media. You know what I mean? They have this established brand. I think that the only brand that's Prove longevity, and of course, they've been probably the longest in this. Would be ASICs, though. And Barbarian Apparel, yes. Well, I mean, that's nothing against Barbarian. It's just like, it's interesting that he's in, that I was in Nike, Nike school. See, that's what I was wondering. Like, is there any conflict with that? Well, how does it work with, like, uh, I think, is it Patrick Mahomes, Adidas, and then the NFL's Nike? I mean, it would be probably the same thing. Yeah, but your school's, your school is, um, takes precedence. So maybe they did something in the agreement where, you know he's gonna be Nike this year. What do you think? What do you think Rudis could do differently than like Ironside? Well, Ironside. I mean, two different things. Ironside is more of a manufacturer. I mean, producer of of and Apparel. Rudis is more of a brand. You think of brand, right? So you don't think Ironside is a brand. You think of maybe as a retail outlet or somebody that manufactures for. You know what I mean? Where I see Rudis is is. Do you think Rudis, though, so you're, what you're saying is you think Rudis is going to be, like, taking over his social medias and stuff like that? Like, do they? I, I mean, I just say it's pretty obvious they run Kyle's. I mean, it's, it's different. It, I don't think you can, like, I thought you were going to say, like, Rudis versus 
APS or Nike. And the, the interesting thing is going to be like when you, APS is they have a looks like they have a licensing agreement, right? With Nike, they only have don't, they don't even have that many athletes, do they? They don't need athletes, bro. They did it smart. Everybody's about tell me the all right. Let me ask you this. Now this is no like shots fired. Tell me the last athlete that's been sustainable to drive true value to a brand of purchasing in wrestling. I mean, we don't know that, but I, I mean, see just what you're a saying. perception. I think Jordan Burroughs probably. Okay, was. Jordan Burroughs. Mm. Okay, now give me the next one. <laughs> yeah, you can't. Assuming Snyder. That's that's the first person I thought of really. Snyder, they don't even talk about him. Like, like the only argument that I, I think you're right, but I think the only only argument is we we know that wrestlers' popularities is sometime throughout college, and we this is year one of being able to see if somebody can do that. But then you're only gonna have like a four year run. But what's what it goes back to that audience thing we talked about? This is an interesting conversation because you say, oh, you want to reach to what's what's the audience that's gonna move the majority of merchandise or shoes Iowa. in the wrestling no not, not even iowa age group it's it's your youth freaking wrestlers correct yeah right it's up to high school that's where the numbers okay are. And, and and the average wrestling for them they may know like three people right but you look at these other they don't if you put like the u.s world team down and said okay high schooler random high schooler is gonna buy something who are these people I'm like shit maybe they know one or two of them but that's not gonna give them a reason to purchase something yeah, break you it, know what I mean. Break that down a little bit. I mean, I just don't think that brand's that Im- impactful to the masses. It's really not. I mean, Gable, like Sanderson, does he even have his shoes still? I don't think so. Unless they're yeah. retro, on, retro. On John there, W. That's the Gable's retro the only one that's still got shoes going on. You Dan don't, Gable. You don't think though? The only thing that, this is what I would do if I was, and I don't know anything about this. You know more than I don't me. know anything either. If I was a company without a face yet then it's smart to go get one guy to be your face of the company. Right? Like, Rudis went and got Ben Askren right away, kind of put him on the map. Where's that gone? I don't know now. Is he still over there? Wait, did you see Rudis in any of his so. thriller or stuff like that? Like, they did the, they did the, the shoes, didn't oh, they? Yeah. Mm. Um, you could say Scrap Life, but I, I mean, that, that's a good example. That's been a whole company that's been built around. Plug your mic back. Oh, sorry. He keeps touching. That's, say it again, Scrap Life. Scrap Life's been a brand that has been built all around athletes pretty much. Right? Is it working? Is it translating? I don't know. I mean, it looks, it looks good for David. I mean, it looks, like, it looks like David's, it's a good merchandise, you know, in Penn State. Overall, I don't know. You I can only speak from our experience. And like us, when we were shopping around a little bit, trying to figure out a company that uh, was going to work with us, I wanted to get somebody that was going to like, it wasn't always about like money or anything like that. It was about, I think, symmetry. So when people hear stalemates and as we grow, which we've been doing, it'll be synonymous with barbarian apparel, right? So if you hear stalemates, you hear barbarian apparel, you hear uh, street league, you think barbarian apparel. And so for us, it's more about like name recognition and, you know, we're tied, we're tied into it with them rather than like, you know, us getting paid or whatever, like the resources that they're able to bring, like just validity rather than just like, Hey, by the whole thing is like, what's the, what's the percentage impact from a consumer standpoint based on what's the last time, like just do non-wrestling is someone Someone's endorsed an item that made you purchase it. 
Um, I mean, I don't. That's so more it's, of, like, it's, it's like more a top, you thing. It's, it's more a top, of you it's thing. It's a top barber. In the, in you the can't country. tell me that that little kids aren't like that's like for little kids. What do you mean? Like, it worked out with Michael Jordan and and Nike. Mm-hmm. Like everybody wanted to be like Mike. Like they, yeah, it well, it goes, uh, did a hundred? Did you remember from the doc, documentary? Did like one hundred ten million year in the one first year? Yeah. Okay, but that was a new different shoe though, right? But I'm saying, what's the last purchase that you made that was endorsed by somebody and said, I bought it because this guy endorsed it? I'm a grown man. I don't really buy myself like that. What do you mean? Like, I, I'm not like seeing like a Odell Beckham drink of water and be like, oh, I want to be I like Odell that. Beckham. Okay, then who are they appealing to? Should be the youth. You but the kids. youth doesn't have money. They have parents. Their parents will pay for it. Man, a lot of safe sport influencing going on, I guess, with purchases. You don't think so? <laughs> I, I, you don't think if Spencer Lee goes and has like a a knee pad and starts starts promoting it then it's like hey here's a hey knee here's pad. the acl the recovery knee pads <laughs> not for wusses only at rudis.com maybe i don't know i'm keeping i'm keeping it open i do think though i don't know there are and i was going we almost did an article about it maybe i don't even want to say this don't do articles do people article. don't just do vi- you should just do a vlog you need to get, out, get away from articles i like the articles dude. yeah but it's listen about- to me when's the last time you really you, Again, go Wrestling back. To, people are old, dude. Go back, they like, no, they bro, like the you, articles. You, you can't be going both ways. He just went both ways on me. He said, oh, it's the youth. Now it's the old people. Everybody. When's the last time you sat down, majority of people watch, read anything? Everybody watches everything. Everything. If I can sit down and watch Mel Kuyper instead of reading all this for two minutes, I'll do that rather than. I'm like you. But there's people out there that just like to click something. Yeah, I, guess. I think it's a lot easier to commit to an article, too, than a full video. No, like a short clip, like. Yeah. Short takes, you know. We can talk about that All off right. camera. Um, because because I thought you want to talk about the. I thought you were talking about like knee pads and stuff. <laughs> Spencer Lee, yeah. I mean, we just talked about it, but uh, what do you think? Uh, he's got. I, I guess I saw in the wrestling room that he is not getting surgery. What do you think of that? Well, I, I I'd hope not. If he's getting surgery, he should have got right after the nationals, probably right. Yeah. So I guess he's not. So, I don't know that though. That's just what that's what the wrestling room said. Well, I seen I seen that like, was it last week when all the like they did their photo shoot for like year seven. Ironman put out Sick there. Sick photos, by the way. They were cool. Whoever's, whoever's hey, what about what about shout out to the kid from Fort Dodge? I think Drake Ayala had like the the second most impressions behind you Spencer look at Lee. That stuff. Yeah. Behind Spencer Lee, he was number two brand on the on the Hawkeyes already. It's that crazy. Impressive. Yeah. Do you, yeah, what do you th- what do you think that is? Just being the new fresh meat or what? I think no, I think that's that that's the Dodge? power of of being a good he's gonna be he has the potential if he performs. It's that's the power of the state of Iowa. And even people not from the state of Iowa, like how can't you be a fan of the kid? Like why like don't him. you like why don't people like him? Yeah, I like but anyways, him. so I don't I mean he might be especially he might be in the next when's the next Avengers coming out? <laughs> I mean, for this guy not to have surgery on two or two torn ACLs and look like he didn't like he was down in the stance. Like I don't, I'm not a doctor. I play one in a soap opera, but not having any ACLs in wrestling and and just how are they repaired it? He's got to have surgery. They're doing point. like a witch doctor thing, right? Somebody said that they're that they like their most. prediction was he was gonna do this year and then get surgery and then be ready for 2024. That was just a. That was just some. That was just some forms. Doesn't make any sense. Like, did they really think the surgery would put him out that long? Well, it's it's a it's I a big know. commitment. But what do you think of? Why would you? He still has a red shirt. Yeah. Still has a medical, right? You think that? Well, so okay, let's play the what if scenario here. 
Okay. Because Hawkeye fans are good at that. I'm good at that. Cyclone fans not so good. We're getting better at it. I mean, there's not as many what ifs. Got it. Where 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 is the Ames van, anyways? Uh, she I sold gone. it to my dad. No, you didn't. Yeah, he still has it, but uh, it's it's in it's. He bought it. He took it off my hands. He's, all right. Yeah. Next topic. What happens if if now all of a sudden he didn't get surgery? You know, rumors Dayton Fix come to twenty five. Nick Suriano going twenty five. Someone else at twenty. Like he gets beat, and like now it's all this. What if he didn't get surgery? He wasn't healthy anyways. Smart. For who? For Spencer. Fuck no. How? What do you mean it's smart? Build in a little bit of a. If, to, to have to fall a, back to, on. To he ha- wouldn't. He wouldn't. So first of all, Spencer Lee would not make the excuse. It would be the. It'd be the fans. I'd be like, uh, you know, well, if he would have got surgery, whatever. but but he was only going to come back once he got the extra year given back to get his fourth, right? He said that. So so now, you you got your third, right? You still have that red shirt. You still have a medical, and you don't give yourself the best opportunity from a health standpoint to get the fourth to get your fourth, and you're going in fifty percent to begin with. It's pretty risky. People are already going up though. Vito said apparently. Did you hear I said who's coming down though? Dating fix, Suriano. 1,000% will be at 125 this year. Sources or, or we're not talking about it? I feel like that's been being talked about for a while. <laughs> no, real. It is being talked real. about. He was supposed to do it last year, but then something happened. Sources, dude, trust me. <laughs> no, 1,000%. Uh, okay. And, and, and I know you're connected. I know you're connected. And, and the, the problem is, is the same reason that was my opinion that there was talk about Dayton going 25 is people are trying to validate or or knock somebody off of maybe achieving something to validate their own brand. Like that they, that they were like Dayton coming down to beat Spencer was like, Oh, I ruined this guy's, you know what I mean? Like chasing that Larry Vision Owens, quest. right? Vision quests, Larry Owens. I mean, only thing Suriano needs to do is in my opinion, like to get into a school. Well, <laughs> what do you think about? I don't think there's, I think Willie and, Minio about him going. If he goes to Penn State, if Kale takes takes him back to Penn State, then everything that you said about your culture, environment, all that goes right out the fucking door. Why? What do you mean why? You've what got did Suriano do? You got, you got what did Suriano do? You've got somebody that's a known cancer. Is it though? Okay, he went to Penn State. Okay, hey, that ain't that ain't for me. Then he goes home to Rutgers. Okay, he's gonna win it for New Jersey. Okay, he wins it, right? Yeah, he won it. He got second. Yeah, he won it. And then he won it. Okay. And then all of a sudden, he just fucking disappears from Rutgers. And then and he, he reappears in Phoenix. I mean, I'll tell you what. Winning cures everything. Yeah. Everybody wants but, to but, win. But, but Penn State's Everybody won, they've won, they've won plenty. Yeah, but I, he's you're like, gonna, I you're, was knocking on a repeat. Kale doesn't want that. Okay, so but but you, you're still counting on... And it's an obvious hole. If he if they already had somebody that was at 25 that was a top 10 guy, Robbie Howard's apparently not wrestling this year, you, I would do it too if I was Kale. You're, no, you wouldn't. Yes, I would. You would? I mean, I wanted him hey, to go to Iowa State. You would never do... No, you'd have to be Cuban to go to Iowa State. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you, you wouldn't do it. If you did that, you'd take a bunch of short... Try to take shortcuts in, in this business and you haven't done that. You're you're a long term vision guy. You wouldn't. We got we got we got flack for having Downey on the card. No, but you didn't. But you rolled right with the punches. I just. Yeah. I'm just telling you. Okay, so let's let's play this out. RBY's there. Thirty-two. Okay. Okay, great. Gilman's there. Okay. Wait, who? Gilman, Thomas Gilman. We're talking college. Yeah, but okay, they're just gonna bring him in for Training a six partner. six month enrollment. I don't know. What's the upside? 
he cares about it. Kale cares about winning another national title. Okay, so if he comes in and that does happen, right? Basically, you're telling all the rest of what's all the press going to be around? Who's going to get all the glory that they won the fucking national championship for Penn State? Suriano, and they've never been about the individual, the whole thing. I think from a philosophical standpoint, it would it would crumble everything that you've said publicly of what you stand for. What do you think, Tyler? Am I right or wrong? They, they've been they, they've been I known they've been known though to bring in the best guy like. Had- he was there. He left. He said he went down the road. It's not for him. He, he was there. He left. Okay. And he was going home because they're not, they're not about it. Now you're going to say, okay, we're going to be on your knees and bring you back. And guess what? He's got a track record. Who knows if he makes it to the NCAA tournament? I mean, he was one of 500,000 people to test positive for freaking COVID of all wrestling tests ever. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's a fact. It is a fact, but I don't know if, I don't know if, here's the thing. You don't like to be put on the spot like this? What? No, I'm ready. Bring that jersey stuff. Bring that many heat. Kale's done it before. With who? Andrew Long. He wasn't playing for a team title then. He was at Iowa State previously. There was previous ties. He was at Iowa State with Kale. Ah. Yeah. And then Jackson came. Oh, oh, you mean mean, mean then he then he left and went to a different school than he went with him? That's different. So then Jake Varner. He did it again. What do you mean did it again? I'm saying with him. You asked if he's ever done it before. He's you think Bubba Jenkins would have came back? He took Bubba Jenkins back? Ooh. Ooh. It's situational. <laughs> it's situational. He knows that Iowa has one more year, but and then this, this thing is going to be over for Iowa for a little bit. Whoa. Shots fired, Tom Brands. No, it's just it's, Tom probably knows that. You think that – look at the lineup this year to next year. It's like just like Kale. Kale you have to take a punt year once in a while. Okay. Kale did it. I was probably gonna have to take a punt here. They'll be right back in the mix if Oklahoma State doesn't, if it doesn't pan out for Oklahoma State. But I don't think so it's, you think it's, it's worth, not a bad look you for think Kale. It's taking, you th- yes, it is. He, dude, if he took back, if they got him back in, dude, he only has to be there for like. He's gonna roll in January wherever he goes. First yeah, of all. be there mm-hmm. for like six weeks. Much, I, but so he's went from Penn State. If they win, all that other BS is, who cares? But it's not. But it's not about Penn State. Then it's about Soriano. But Kale doesn't want to, like, Kale doesn't want the, Kale, I don't think Kale cares about the notoriety. He well, cares he about winning. He just wants to win. He wants to win. It's about the, the notoriety for Penn State, not Kale. It's not like, it's not like Kale cares. Kale will get the notoriety because it'll be like, oh, he, he landed this guy again and won it. Watch for the memes. Watch for the tweets. Everybody's going to say Kale freaking did it again. But he doesn't care. He doesn't care if people think Kale plays dirty. He ain't bringing, I mean, no way. Where else would he go? I mean, it, it's mind-numbing that he's not just enrolling in Arizona State, really. Okay, if you want to talk about having a bet, like, that's going to make Arizona State now look the greatest. You have the returning finalists, and you bring it, and you bring in this guy, Soriano, to take his spot. Can't go to 33. They already have somebody else at 33. He got a free COVID year last year. Didn't count anyways. I guess I don't know <laughs> if he, uh, he hadn't redshirted yet. What's, what's, if you're trying to build a brand, though, for Arizona State, who's their, who's their top guy that you, that you build a brand around right now on their team? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Hey, go, go, yeah. go to, you can go to WrestleStat and look up their team if you want Anthony to. Anthony Valencia? I mean, the Valencia brothers. He's gone, I thought. Him. No, he's going to come back one more yeah. year. He tore his ACL. He's still around. I think he already announced that he's coming back. Yeah. Come on, dude. You didn't just reach that straw. The like Valencias that. are out. He's <laughs> just going to pump them out. What about I that? like I like when people come on the show and try to get me to give wrestling takes because we try to do like we try to do like uh, kind of off the mat topics and stuff like that. But I, I like what do you mean off the mat? And by the way, who's running the Hager's Happy Hour Twitter? 
I don't know. Fire them. You guys love that take of me saying Spencer Lee and Camacho. It's like it's like every five five months. Oh, better get some clout. Let's repost this mean? clip. I saw that. And I was oh, like, you mean get some clout? You say get some clout? You guys trying to get some clout? Did he just hit me with the T word clout? They're trying to get some clout. That's what he said. Wow. They're trying to get some clout. No, it threw me off. I was like, Zach went back on Happy Hour. No, oh, that's from so a like year from ago. a year ago. <laughs> let's let's try to you know things are buzzing over here still. Let's funny. try to get some. That was fun. That's I guess. It's all good. Man, I guess you just big time me, huh? No. Yeah, I'm you just, said you, I you just said wanna know. I want to know who's running the account. Well, probably it's probably you. No, you think I'd have that? He's running thing. not Iowa wrestle. Oh yeah, he's busy doing that. He's got no, the burners. Dude, I think he's reattacked too. Listen, I think he's I'm gonna show you live on the show no, right no, now. No, no. no, I'm gonna show you. You do live. get accused a lot of being burners, dude. Look, at, I get I get accused of all kinds of burners. All right, is that is that clean? Is my is my rap sheet clean there? That's clean. Okay, all right. No burners, bro. All right. I respect Kentucky it. Mud flap I'll, show only. You, I'll show you mine. People, people, Kentucky mud flap only. Dude, that. <laughs> Kentucky yeah. water. Only the OGs know that one. Look at that. All right, that's good. I mean, I, I listen to me. You, inter, you introduced me in the show of being kind of calling people out. I'll say what I want. Like, I'll put, a, I'll put my autograph on it. I think that's why. Kind of like you put your autograph on that, on the first Street League show. So when's the next one's going to be? You're announcing it? Um, well, we yeah. kind of, we've already talked about, apparently we talked about it and I didn't realize it, but uh, we talked yeah. about uh, October 29th, potentially, which is a Friday. <laughs> what would you do before we sign off here? Because it's getting a little long here. I told you there's no, uh, did you get my text message? Time limits don't apply to this show. I know, I know, but. All right, sorry. You got to go. got to go home no, no, and make no, dinner. No, no. Let the dog out. What is one thing that you would do next time differently for us? Nothing. Okay, well, what's one thing to improve? Surely there's something. Let me, let me, okay, let me it's bring it up. It's easy to, like, it's easy to, like. Yeah, but I trust your opinion. Here, here's the thing. No, it's, it's, that, there wasn't one, tell me one person that left that event that wasn't happy. They were happy. They didn't have a good no, time. That's they true. were happy. Right? Hey, then you did your job. Yeah, I think so. But we're trying to, we're trying to make this like a, you know, a recurring thing, and there's always things to improve upon. Well, I mean, I, I thought it was great. I thought maybe the, uh, I only fell asleep twice during the introductions. I thought those were a little bit long. They were a little mm. long. Uh, my guy, Aaron, though, he was, he was good. He just, he just. His coat was a little bit was, too tight. He was a little bit short in breath a couple times. That looked good, though, I thought. <laughs> he's, not, he's not a wrestling guy, and, he, and so, you know, there's some stuff to learn there. But um, overall, I think it was pretty good. The commentary was pretty good. It was great. It was good. Nate Carr. Nate Carr Sr., like, good. he felt like, I think he forgot where he's at sometimes, and he got into it big time. Uh, What's funny is he, he's definitely not, he definitely before that wasn't totally where it was stalemate to what we were going for. And so, like, Corby would. Throw like uh you know talk about some drama or some beef and then Nate would be like oh stick to the wrestling you know <laughs> so that, that that element was good Ryan Warner did a good job being kind of like the John Anik of it mm. um, but you know we'll have we'll, it'll be a revolving door we'll have people coming in and out but I think for the most part it's going to be pretty um it's great consistent with what so the production was great I thought you guys did it like how you guys do everything and and that thing that's anybody that wants to be like you, you know I'm I'm like I'm pretty uh. S strong stern on, on my take about this is wrestling people everybody wants to be like wrestling media right mm -hmm. you know and, and they jump on there there's twitter people and they want they kind of you guys do it right like you invest in you have the guy that had like the vid like the camera that was following about like the like it was it was top notch well, that's it what we wanted that's what we, we that's, wanted but that's a that's a so your brand 
what you're trying to put your brand as is being like quality. You've been consistent the whole time on it. It's been it's it's the best production that you've I've seen overall at an event like that. I think we like w- even flow. They have the guys with behind like who's number one. They have like the lights and the smoke and all that shit. But like the people following, they don't do any of that. It's the same shot every time. They will now. I bet. <laughs> I don't know. I'll be there. Are you going down there? You'll be in. You'll be in his corner. Southeast Spoke representing. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Nate. Let's go. Um, yeah, I mean, we want to emulate like boxing cars and stuff as much as we can. The thing for us is like uh, we want to give wrestlers some shine. I feel like we never glorify like the promotional side of the sport. Like you watched that fight last night and the walkouts were freaking sweet. Yeah. Like that's part of it. It's not just about the boxing. Like imagine last night if they got rid of all the, the sideshow circus stuff, it wouldn't have been nearly as cool. Like sometimes the the actual wrestling match. It's the total product. It's the total product. You gotta you gotta give people a reason to like care about the guy. Mm. You and gotta, so like look at like okay Mikey walking out in the fireman thing and doing that whole thing. Like without that, people wouldn't have cared about like obviously his friends and family would. I would have because I know him. He's my cousin. But him walking out with that like that was half the story, in my opinion. You can't not have him in a card. I know we're trying to get him on the next one. But is, it, is he, his price go up? Um, no, he's got a fight coming up early October, so the date would be a little bit weird, but I want him to wrestle uh, Gerald Harris, the UFC dude who... Uh, I've seen him. Yep. They're about the same weight. UFC guy. Mikey, Mikey fuck him up. You think so? Dude, he's good. He's pretty good. He's pretty good. He's good. Dude, he's, he's, he's good. I told him he should have been, like, the main event. Like, he could have he, been, he the, been main the main event, event I think. Yeah, but I get how you build it up. Now you could use him as the main event. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, there was people throughout the night that... Like, I'll tell you this, all the viral, like, I kind of break things up into, like, viral moments. All the viral moments where someone was coming up to me afterwards saying this was cool, this was whatever, it was all the, like, the, the amateur guys or, like, the undercard people. It was, none of them were, like, the, the final Everybody three. gets wrapped up in the, ma- it goes back to what you just said about wrestling. It's like, everybody, oh, the X's and O's, the, like, who won the match or whatever. It's like, what's the total, what's the total entertainment package? That, like, his, his post match was great, too. Two flubs at the two. I did this with two ACLs at the two twenty five deadlift, yeah. and he walks off. But it, he, but Mikey understood it probably more than the other wrestlers did going forward. Though, but Mikey, people don't understand how good Mikey was in college. Right. Yeah, he was round a twelve guy, Missouri. Yeah, that's pretty good. What do you mean, pretty good? Like, I'm being. It's really good. Uh, Nick Mitchell came out of the stands during that one. Uh, that was great. My right. favorite. Great, great, probably, Grandview, probably, yeah, the Grandview brand is that. That's a, that's a bunch of. Those, that's a band of brothers over there. You know how good that looked to me as a fan? How good that looked about Mitchell, like him getting up. Like, Jimmy Schuessler hasn't wrestled at Grandview in like eight years. Eight years, probably. Something like that. And his coach, who wasn't even in his corner, he was just there to have, have just to be a fan of the sport and just kind of hang support out. His support his guys. Support his guys. Gets up and walks over to the head table to argue a takedown in a match that has no bearing on anything, uh-huh. an exhibition just for fun, gets up, and he's still like, no, that's still my guy. I don't care who's in his corner. I'm still arguing this I call. take Nick Mitchell to do on program to be super successful. And, like, okay, look at Colt McChrystal at Morningside. Like, Boom. that looks yeah. good for him. What, what did he say? I said, give him the bulldog. I went back and sound checked. That wasn't, that wasn't the fact. What happened with that? He Let's, thought you were chirping him. No, I— I, I love his dad, dude. You got to get his dad maybe on the call. Him and Corby on the call would be like... First of all, Cole McChrystal was like the easiest guy to work with. He's great. I would have him on the card every mm. single time. He's great. He's, he's, and he's way... He beat... Um, he looked good. He beat McKee. 
Yeah. And I said, he's going to beat Dardanes, right? I think right? you were the one who told me that, yeah. Because Dardanes just come, like, it wasn't a good style matchup. Like, uh, okay, you're going to get, um, but Crystal's, he's a, he's a G. Yeah, he is. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, a, he's a G. And who else is a G? You know, I didn't even get any shout out. And maybe I'll call Chase a little bit. Did you like, it was funny because there's a little bit of lull in the action and I had all these dollars from the bar. Yeah. And I lined up like 20 of like you're in a strip club and, and the uh, Peyton Sheridan coach got it. And I, when he, Got the pin. I grabbed them all and threw them. Like awesome. And then that ref came over and threw them back. Did he? Yeah. He paid, yeah, that's funny. Uh, I wrote I wrote uh, Bill Reed. He's from Fort Dodge originally. Did I tell you what he said? Uh-uh. So we got we get done with the uh, the match, and, like, everybody's kind of hurtling into the uh, locker room area. And the, it was Jim Torvik, and then Bill Reed walks in. I was like, hey, man. I, you know, I was like, that was awesome. Like, that was that was awesome. And uh, I was like, you guys have good? Were, were, were there people cool? And the first thing he says, do you know Adam Fellers? And I was like, yeah. He goes, we're both from the from Fort Dodge. He was in my ear the whole night. You know, he was <laughs> he was the first thing that he said. But he he like he loved it. Like they were great. And they, they were, were good refs. And and like we had to find refs that had a sense of humor and knew like what we were going for because I didn't. Refs can they take their job very seriously yeah. and like that kind of stuff could be a knock on them potentially. They think that it could be a knock on them. So if they're trying to get a bigger gig, they think if they're involved with something silly like that, it's it not might silly hurt though. Them. They, they 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 supported the sport. That's the same reason they well, were officials. I I kind of screwed it up because I was telling uh, uh, Troy Seeley was helping us. He was the one facilitating us trying to find the right ref. And I kind of screwed it up by telling him that it was going to be a little WWE ish. So I think that they thought it was going to be scripted. I what I meant was like. It's going to be WWE in the sense that these guys might have silly walkouts. They might be calling each other out. Like, there might be some antics. But as far as the wrestling goes, it's obviously real scripted. Friday night. It's obviously real, not scripted. A Friday night Halloween show for Street Leagues 2 wouldn't be unmatched. I think so. I think so, and I and you gotta have a costume even as a spectator to come in and watch. Yeah, like you could, like you want to make like theatrics out of this thing, or the people that come out they gather that have the costume and stuff. That'd be awesome. And the great thing is, is people want to be people want to be on the car. People reaching out to you. Oh yeah. What about when I looked over and I felt bad for the the kid from Sam White? Yeah, I got a drink. I look over. I go. Oh, dude, he got no one in his corner. He loved that. Well, mm-hmm. I was, I, I, I asked him, and like, I was like, "Hey, you have a coach?" He's like, "No, just me." And then I almost said, "Like, well, do you want somebody?" But then I was like, "Well, he sounds like he like wants it to be that way." But then it uh, turns out afterwards, he was like super pumped that you were in there. I told him, I said, "Next, the next card, you come out here for a couple days, come to the club." He goes, "You, you know, my coach was just like for me, like, you know, knowing he's." he's coming into the match where we said some things he struggled with and why he wanted to wrestle and stuff mm-hmm. that that affirmation or like being able to, to give somebody some hope to keep going to that's what this sport's about yeah mm. i would have like he did lose to dylan cox and dylan cox looked really freaking good but he was like the first person to be like hey i want to do this again like it's about giving guys like sam white or even like my buddy garrett owens who just runs a business now he's he congratulations garrett you're having your second kick that's awesome where's he from centerville, centerville. he's the one who wrestled agnich but those guys... Oh, he got highlighted real, didn't he? <laughs> he got a highlight real. But those guys... It's about giving those... It's about making those kind of guys, even from those guys all the way up to Kyvin, it's about giving them a moment to feel like they're Conor McGregor for the night. Like, mm. their friends and family got to come and, and watch their guy pretend like he's the, the next John Cena or freaking Jake Paul. Like, it gave them an opportunity. Jake Agnich to, and Dan Knight. Dan Knight said he's in. Jake Agnich might be getting... Be uh, potentially might be getting Dylan Cox. Ooh, I don't think he wants that smoke. Who? Dude, Dylan Cox, like, those MMA guys. They stay in shape. Alan Waters, like, shout out to him. I said, this is Flapgate 2. You know, I got a picture with him, him and um, Keck, Jason Keck. Those MMA guys are in shape, man. They are. 
It that was a the Alan Waters match was a little bit of a mismatch because Parker's so big. I mean, I would like to have shout Alan out Waters. to Agnes though. Like, you know, I'm, sometimes I rib him about stuff, but for a coach like that to to put himself out there, mm -hmm. right? The the energy that his athletes had watching him, like right. that's my coach. Like, okay, so if you go back to the room in their Twitter, they if, said it, that if. It, well, who runs their Twitter? That's a whole other thing, too. But, <laughs> hey, hey, if you go back to the room and, and your coach has put himself out there to maybe get beat or, like, mm. you can buy in a lot more to this guy. Like, listen, he's not just – he actually did it. You know what I mean? Dude, uh, so on the Street League documentary, which drops either tonight or tomorrow, there was uh, two quotes that were like that. Peyton Rice is a coach at uh, West Bend here in Iowa. And, I know that's uh, that. About Emmitsburg. They were talking – he, he's the coach there, right? The head coach, I think. And he was like, yeah, I just wanted to show my athletes it's okay to, like, step out of your comfort zone and do something like this where, you know, I can show my athletes, like, you want to step out and, like, who cares if you win or lose? It's just about just in life stepping out of your comfort zone. Uh, Kyvin also had the same quote about uh, Willie Miklas. Like, he can go back and show his, his guys at Michigan State, like, hey, it doesn't really matter. Just go out there and wrestle. Like, who cares if you win or lose? Just go out there and, and show your athletes or whoever that you can go out there and test compete yourself. and just test yourself, mm -hmm. you know? Willie Miklas is one of the best human beings I've ever met in my whole life. This is something that we didn't talk about on that recap episode, and he didn't really want me to say this, but I'm going to say it anyways because it makes him look really good, and he deserves this recognition. So the way that the pay structure was set up is if you, they showed up, they got a certain amount of money, and if they won, they got a certain amount of money. And That little Dana Jr. shit. Well, yeah, I'm just, we were, we're trying to figure out a, a way to uh, now you get serious about it about yeah, fighter pay. I'm gonna be, I'm actually gonna represent all the athletes in the fighter pay from now on. But you know, you know what, what Willie said. One, Willie never talked about the money. We we're like, hey, we're just gonna pay you what Donnie was gonna get paid. Like, you're gonna get the money either way. He says, cool. And I said, you, if you win, you get this amount. And he says, if I win, just give it to Kyvin. And uh, it doubled their purse. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm going to give it to you, and then you can give it to Kevin. He goes, no, just just give it to him. I'm like, well, you deserve the recognition that you're willing to do that. Didn't care. He didn't, he, it, wasn't, it, wasn't like a, it wasn't like he didn't get ready. To, he wrestled. The, like, I watched him warm up and stuff. He didn't go over and just roll over for Kevin either. No, no, he, he didn't. Because some people are like, oh, you know, he worked out all the time. He was his workout party. Get ready for this. Obviously, he wasn't going to try to. No, he, he wrestled. Like, he got a takedown. Yeah. He. That dear wrestling letter, like, that, like, I still can't watch it today. I probably watch it. I can't watch it without crying. Like, if anybody wants to know what wrestling can do, like, from a from a parent to children and how it goes beyond and then how that human being has been impacted and how he continues to carry it forward, Willie Miklas is a, is a human being, needs to be more put on a spotlight to be. This is, this is the model wrestler. Yeah, you have everybody that's won this and won that. But as a human being, this is what wrestling should want at the end. Mm -hmm. This should be the end product that you want. And I think it shows like it, selfless. You hear mm -hmm. about when, like, anytime a guy transfers, there's always some like sort of fans that are salty. There wasn't one Mizzou fan that was like, like, no, Willie's moving back for the reason, the you know, the health stuff that was going on. But like, the Mizzou fans giving him like a standing ovation at uh, NCAA's that year when he was at Iowa State, like that shows the character of of who of who Willie is, like. Doesn't matter who you're like. Hawkeye fans cheered for Willie. You know what I mean? Like people. How, pe people how can from, you like him? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, other than if you were from Ballard, I mean, he was one of the OG transfers. He started that transfer portal for Salty Spoke. <laughs> <laughs> we could really get into there. Uh, all right, we got to get out of here. My wife's trying to hit me up, but uh, 
Oh, you too? Thank you for coming by. Thanks, brother. I appreciate it. We got to... Uh, I think we can make this... Uh, you know, happen more often. Hey, listen, you, you got a little bit emotional. I started pushing a little bit about Syriana. I'll just, you know, if, if I was oh, emotional. He said it's it. not a wrestling take show. You got to like, stop I'll it. Sout. I'm all right with that. Your, your, your mustache See, there's some even, people who can't. His mustache even curled <laughs> just a little bit. There's some people <laughs> that I can't go back and forth with like that because they will get offended. Hey, last shout out. You can. Daniel Cormier, come get some, baby. Daniel Cormier, come on the show. Don't hey, me. shout him out. He'll, he'll hit you up on the sailmates. All right. Stall, he goes, Stallwater Fellers, man, that's wrong. <laughs> you know, remember Tyron, um, 165, Tyron, uh, Askren beat him to make the uh, Olympic team. 165-pounder from Oklahoma State. Oh, shit. Anyways, he came up to He was dying left. He wrestled Oklahoma State, man. Crazy. That coach that got, got mad at us for that, we're boys now. He's Who? We've been trying to get on the show. Mike Malgado. Malgado. Uh, Oklahoma people, yeah, they're just trying to be relevant. They've been relevant since, they've been relevant since 2005. <laughs> All right. Uh, hit subscribe. <laughs> subscribe to the Patreon and uh, Stalemate Street League 2 coming soon.